What's up, y'all? Tanner Demling back with y'all again for another episode of the Lacrosse Bucket Podcast. Y'all can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, anywhere where you get your podcast. Subscribe, like, and leave us a rating. Check out the site, lacrossebucket.com, where it's always lacrosse season on social media at Lacrosse Bucket, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Lacrosse Bucket Podcast. Tanner Dimling here with y'all. The college lacrosse season is here, one day away. Um, I was trying to get this done earlier in the week, but here y'all go. Big NCAA preview. Um, done most of the conferences. I'll kind of go over some conference stuff and expectations and things like that here. Um, but to get things started, got to look at some of the changes that went on over the offseason. You have the goal mouth arc, which is now um, it's a six-foot arc that extends from the crease or from the uh, goal line. And uh, you can dive, can't land in it. So you land on the goal mouth. Um and it's a disallowed goal, so hopefully it'll take some of the uh, subjugation, I believe that's the word for it, um, subjectivity, whatever you would call it, out of officiating the dive that we saw a lot last year. Coaching changes. We had quite a bit of coaching changes this past season. So... We had the so I'll go with some of the big ones here. Joe Amplo leaving Marquette to take over the head coach head coaching job at Navy. We had Jerry Byrne leaving as the defensive coordinator at Notre Dame to take the head coaching position at Harvard. Anthony Gallardi leaving his post as an assistant at Towson to take the head coaching job at Stony Brook. We had Andy Whitley take over as the head coach at Bellarmine after a stint as an assistant at Fairfield. Andrew Baxter becomes the head coach at Fairfield, leaving his job as an assistant at Yale. And then Andrew Stimmel taking over as the head coach at Marquette after leaving as an assistant at Yale. Andy German is now the head coach at Cleveland State after Dylan Sheridan left to take an assistant position at Ohio State, uh, which was left empty as Brad Brad Ross left to go take uh, the same position at Navy on Joe Amplo's initial staff. Um, I believe that's all the head coaching positions that I mentioned there. Um, uh, well, and uh, Rashad DeVoy taking over as his head coach at Hampton. Some of the uh, assistant positions I mentioned there, uh, Chris Wojcik takes over as an assistant at Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame has two assistants, actually, is one of them went with Burn to Harvard. 
Yale has two assistants, including Ed Williams, who was the interim head coach at Lafayette a few years ago. Uh, so some some new faces at some new programs all around the country. Now, probably the biggest assistant coaching move was uh, Pat March leaving to replace Kevin, leaving Princeton as the offensive coordinator to replace Kevin Donahue at Syracuse. Kevin Donahue had been there a long time assistant at Syracuse. Um, and uh, he left. And then he went to a volunteer role, but he has now left that position as well. So he's completely out of the Syracuse lacrosse program. Pat March is the OC. Um, then some transfer news, the transfer portal in U2. It was hot and heavy. Um, I know, I believe it was uh, Quint Kesnick who said uh, Maryland won the transfer portal this year. They got BJ Grill out of uh, defenseman LSM out of, uh, what is a defenseman? Yeah, out of um, Marquette. And they got Chris Brandau, a goalie out of Georgetown. They also have a good freshman goalie coming in, um, whose name escapes me at the moment. But, um, I'll look that up real quick. But, um, Maryland, they got two starters on defense. Like, that's pretty, pretty good. I don't know any other team that went out and got two starters out of position. Now, the biggest transfer news was Chris Gray, and we'll talk about him a little bit more when we preview these weekend's games, but him transferring from Boston U to North Carolina. He was the leading scorer for Boston for the past two years, had, an, had 111 points last year. I still say, and I, I, I will say this forever and ever, Chris Gray was snubbed as a 12-10 finalist this past season. I know like he had 111 points. They didn't make the playoffs. And I, I know that all plays into it. But what he showed, like I know Page League is not as good as the ACC. I will give you that. I will give you the Big Ten bias, the ACC bias, whatever y'all want. But I will say Chris Gray was snubbed as a 12-ton finalist last year. Now, was it going to matter because Pat Spencer was going to win it in February anyway? I mean, honestly, they could have had the ceremony in February. Um, heck, they could have had it, had the 2020 ceremony right after the 2019 ceremony. I'm not joking. Well, excuse me, 2019 after 2018. Um, it was obviously Pat Spencer's. Um, the only way he wasn't going to win it, like, he could have played five games, gotten injured, and still won. You know what I mean? Generational talent, you just can't not give it to a guy like that. But I digress here. Um, Also, we had Chase Scanlon transferring back. Transferring to Syracuse, where he he was once committed, coming out of high school, um, from Loyola. Riley C. 
transferring from Bellarmine to Loyola. So they lose. They, 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 I don't think they gain as much in C as they lost in uh, Scanlon, but they, you know, lose when you, you add one type situation there. Um, no Chase Scanlon reportedly going to play attack for, for Syracuse, so we'll see uh, how things go. Uh, Logan uh, McNaney uh, is the goalie from Salisbury School in Connecticut. From, he's from upstate New York, uh, Corning Painted Post High School, originally part of Salisbury in Connecticut, uh, who's going to Maryland and had a pretty good showing in the Under Armour All-American game. Um I also want to mention this guy before we get into some. Uh, so we'll get into some injury news here now. So um, Duke's Joe Robertson is out for those for their um, opener against Air Force. And um, listening to the Inside of Lacrosse podcast with Quint Kesnick earlier today, it sounds like uh, we're going to get to see Dyson Williams start as a freshman. Um, and it sounds like Joe Robertson is probably out for more than one game. Uh, so that's a stinker for them. They're coming back as a junior attackman, leading scorer for the Blue Devils. Um, but I mentioned they do have some guys that have retained fifth years of eligibility. And I think that should really help them uh, to kind of get over the wound of losing Robertson. And also they have Nakai Montgomery, who... I mean, I think is the best, one of the best midfielders in the country, JT Giles Harris, who I think is the best uh, defenseman in the country. You also, Tony Lepkin returns as a fifth year senior, as I mentioned. So they got a lot of, a lot of good going there. And uh, now, another injury here <clears throat> face off man for Ohio State, Justin, uh, Justin Anasio has suffered a lower body injury. Robertson uh, is a knee injury, I should say. Uh, so both lower body injuries. And then he'll be out. His his availability, from what I've heard, is is, uh, is a bit questionable. So we don't know if he's going to play this weekend. Um, if he's uh, They don't play this weekend, but they play next weekend. I believe next Friday is when they open up. Against Detroit Mercy, so we'll see. We'll see if he suits up for that one um, at the face-off dot. Uh, that's and that's gonna be a like Detroit Mercy. Don't get me wrong; is not the program that Ohio State is being in the MAC versus Big Ten, but Detroit Mercy's got a pretty good face-off man. Um, Tuesday, February fourth, is when. Ohio State comes out and plays, so we'll see. We'll see what happens there if he is able to get healthy and play for that one. Um, be a big one for the Buckeyes to get him back. We also had the ESPN schedule released and uh, starts this this Saturday. Colgate, North Carolina. Air Force and Duke, ACC Network. Um, some things I will mention here, notable things. 
uh, ACC Network. It's new. Y'all got to get it. Going to have a lot of games on there. Um, Thursday Night Lacrosse is one thing the ACC Network is doing. I absolutely, I absolutely love it. Would I like to see some more like smaller market teams? And when I say small market, I mean like outside of the ACC, get that midweek buzz. Um, and it's um, I think it's gonna be pretty good. And I've said for a while that you know um. College across needs midweek games. Like, go look at the Sun Belt. Go look at the MAC. What they've done in college football. I mean, heck, even the old Big East did the Thursday night games. ACC does Thursday night games. I, I mean, I think that's a win. Um, it's a win in college football. I think it can be a win in college across. Um, now, you got to market it right and you got to do all of that or it's going to fail. But. Um, I, th- I think it's going to be pretty, de- uh, pretty good thing to see. Also, there'll be some new teams that appear on ESPN this year, like more than just like, because there's always like a random Mac game in in April. Like I swear, always just a random Mac game in April this year. It's Detroit Mercy at Monmouth on April twenty fourth. That's a Friday. That's your random Friday maxion, fellas. Um, I know some people are mad that Michigan's on here more than once. Like, Michigan's terrible. Michigan is a brand that people know. You can go to any country. Say, go Wolverines. They will know what you're talking about. It's the same thing with the Miami U. Alabama, Kentucky, it's people will watch that. Promise me. I promise y'all. Why do you think people go to that Ohio State Michigan game, even when they're not lacrosse fans? Yeah, you got the spring football game after it. But they want to see Michigan beat Ohio State and vice versa. So. But um, Utah, High Point, Jacksonville are going to be on ESPN Networks this year. Um, Utah's on multiple times, I believe. Let's see. Uh, they, they might just be on once. Um, yeah, they're just on once. Jacksonville's on once. They are on against... So they got Richmond and High Point on here as well. Um Love seeing the new teams kind of pop on here. Utah and High Point make their debuts on ESPN. Richmond has obviously been on the TV uh, with the NCAA tournament. I don't was oh you know what High Point they made the NCAA tournament, but they were in that play-in game, and that play-in game is always on ESPN three. So that was not on TV. Just thinking back about that. Um, so overall, I'm happy with the ESPN schedule. As always, CBS, uh, sports network is going to have Patriot League stuff. So, you know, go check that out as well. Uh, I think we're going to have some, some pretty good games here on TV. Um, 
this weekend. It's a big weekend and in lacrosse in general. Like you have the San Diego Seals and Colorado Mammoth playing out in Las Vegas. We got the NCAA starting up. You guys, and again, I mentioned big games in the NLL. Some pretty good week one games here in the NCAA as well. So uh, this is a pretty solid week of college across to start the season. Um, I'll just kind of grace the schedule here. Um, eleven. This is the 11 a.m. time slot. Cleveland State at Marquette. Uh, Bucknell at Furman. Here's the noon slot. Okay. NJIT at Hampton. That one is will be streamed online. Uh, North Carolina at Colgate. That is ACC Network. Jacksonville, Detroit Mercy. That one is on the radio. Um, y'all can put that on the radio. Be listening to that game. Or got the NJIT. You know, get the radio on your phone, whatever. Listen to that. Get the ACC Network on TV. File up the NJIT stream or uh, some of these other ones. Mercer and Florida Tech. That one's at noon. I, I have not found a stream for that one yet, but I'll, I'm going to look again. I, usually Mercer streams their games um, through ESPN3, I believe, because they have that SoCon, uh, yeah, SoCon son, uh, contract. They're in the SoCon and everything. Penn State at Lafayette rounds out the noon time slot. That one's on BTN Plus, unfortunately. And that one will be at, um, I think it's Panzo Stadium. Uh, so it won't be inside that bubble. The 1 p.m. time slot, we have Boston U at Providence. That one's on Stadium or the Patriot League Network. Rutgers at Quinnipiac. That one's on BTN Plus as well. Merrimack. At Holy Cross, that's Merrimack's first Division One game. That one's on NEC Front Row. Maryland at High Point, that's 1 p.m. on Big Ten Plus. Duke and Air Force at 2 p.m. ACC Network. Utah at Bellarmine, 3 p.m. Pac-12 Networks. I'll get a link um, if y'all haven't read the What to Watch Week Zero article I put out on Wednesday. Um, I'll put a link to that Pac-12 network one on there. I did not put a link on that yet. Um, I could not find it, but now have it.